0: Welcome back to another episode of Sports with a Z and a T. I am Bryce Linsky alongside Taylor Lattimore. We are, of course, presented by Godzilla Media, sponsored by Mohawk Honda, Johnstone Supply in Troy, and Saving Face Barbershop up in Saratoga Springs. And before we get started, I do want to give a shout-out to our friends over at Johnstone Supply. And the final month of 2021 is here. Believe it or not, it's December. Pretty damn close. 18 days And counting down to Christmas, hard to believe the holidays are approaching. Make sure your home is safe and warm this season. Thanks to Johnstone Supply in Troy. The Goodman furnaces are now in stock. Goodman furnaces are not only made in America, but they're also the perfect blend of efficiency and dependability for wherever you may live. Don't forget... Don't forget to clean out your air filters before your friends and family visit this season. Find out about ways to purify the air in your home and adjust your filters before the big holiday events by connecting with Johnstone Supply in Troy. Visit them on 6th Avenue in Troy from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Or give them a call at 518-272-5922. Whether it is George, Tom, Kev, or James, the awesome crew over there will offer you the best recommendations for this season. Call them today. To get the best advice on how to prepare your home for the snow and to change your boilers or furnace, again, call Johnstone Supply and Troy. That number, if you want to write it down one more time, 518-272-5922, or go ahead and leave them a comment on facebook.com slash Johnstone Supply Troy NY. We have, obviously, a big show as the college football playoff is set. We had a big week in the NFL, and the playoff push is full throttle, as always. And, Taylor, let's start right there. Playoff bound, we have our college football playoff. And, I mean, really, the four teams are not a surprise, right? I I mean, I think we went into last week's show. I mean, I really did not want to see Cincinnati in. But we get it. I understand it. I mean, you beat Houston. Congratulations. But <laughs> Alabama, Alabama boat race Georgia in the SEC championship game. And I and I texted you. I told you. Unexpected. I told everyone. You said everyone, it was going to be
1: close. You said it was going to be close. You did not call that Alabama was going to run away like that.
0: I didn't call Alabama was going to run away, but I did say Bama was going to win that game. I did. And here we are. I mean, look. Georgia, by far the best team in the nation, not so fast. Uh, Bama said, hold my beer. Uh, And and honestly, they they are now the betting favorites to win the national championship. And I think they are, in my mind, my pick. We'll get to it here in a bit. But um, Michigan, number two, they handled Iowa with relative ease in the Big Ten Championship, so they fall at two. Georgia falls at three as being the number one team the entire year, losing Alabama in the SEC Championship game. They're not going to fall too far. They are three. Cincinnati at four. Obviously, Idle, Notre Dame, and Idle, Ohio State, move up one spot to five and six because of the Oklahoma State loss to Baylor. Um, so the bowls are set. The college football playoff is set. Bama, Michigan, Georgia, Cincinnati.
1: Yeah, and we talked about this last week. We said this exact scenario would be the easiest way for Alabama to make sure that they were included because I talked a lot about how if they lose and, say, Oklahoma State were to win, which Oklahoma State didn't, so it would have been moot point anyway. I think even if Alabama had lost, they still would have been in um, just because of the showing that Oklahoma State put up. They
0: they wouldn't put Notre Dame in over Bama.
1: No, 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 I, I totally agree. The only way was if the big 12 championship champion were to get in and that being Oklahoma State, it would have to be Oklahoma State because they right. just beaten Oklahoma. Um, but that didn't happen. That didn't happen. Uh, Alabama won and uh, I I think it was fair to say that Georgia was the best team in the country at the time because all the evidence that we'd shown, you Not know sure, every opponent yeah. every opponent that they went up against they destroyed. Um, their games were almost never close. They almost never had a scare. Uh, and then coming into this game... They probably... also
0: didn't play anybody.
1: Yeah. I, I mean... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, they they definitely didn't play much of it. And besides like Auburn, who, you know, like the rivalry game, like we talked about last time and, mm-hmm. and, we, t- and we texted and, you know, the fact that the rivalry game, you, you don't really know what to expect. It's always going to be a dogfight no matter what. And so the only comparable matchup was that or you know uh, not really anyone like the sec uh,
0: i beat texas a and m yeah i, I no, mean yeah.
1: outside of the top two teams in the sec i mean i mean florida like what like what are we yeah, doing here like right it's, it's not great team so yeah you so see yeah they weren't really tested um and i think that probably played a factor um and i'm interested to see if we can get a rematch of alabama georgia in mm. these playoffs because that's what i'm looking forward to because now that Georgia has seen it it's like Jeez. can they really
0: respond now see i and I, and i think we're setting up because we've seen this scenario play out a couple years back bama and georgia played each other in the sec championship game then ended up having different opponents in the college football playoff then met each other again in the college football championship game that exact scenario could play out again so let's go to the four the two matchups the four teams bama at number 1 they're going to play cincinnati look Congratulations Cincinnati for your historic uh season being the first non Power 5 conference team to make it. Here's Alabama. Uh you have Heisman <laughs> trophy favorite in my opinion uh in Bryce Young. Uh I mean yeah. C- Cincinnati back- Right. I mean come on. I, I, I mean come on. You you could talk about Aiden Hutchinson all you want, but I, l- let's be real here. Bryce Young is that dude. Um mm-hmm. the bear I, look Cincinnati I don't think they're going to be intimidated. Um, They, they showed up against Georgia last year in the peach bowl. However, let's be real here. I I think Bama is finally hitting its stride and and really looks to be the best team in the nation right now. And, And look, Desmond Ritter could find some success stretching the field. Uh, Cincinnati's defense can give any team a chance. Obviously, Bama losing John Michi to a torn ACL hurts, but I mean it's Bama. You just let's let's just bring up the next five-star recruit to replace. Yeah, yeah. Him. I I mean, yeah, come on, to get drafted in the first four rounds of the NFL. Right. Um. So, like, if there's any program that an injury could mean less it's Bama. I I mean, seriously, I mean, Tua goes down and Mac Jones comes in. I I mean, the the list goes on and on and on with what Bama's done when they've had injuries. I don't think this game's going to be very close. And the more the the conversation is more going to be Michigan and Georgia. Um, Bama Cincinnati to me is, I, I mean, I would be stunned. Absolutely stunned. If Cincinnati wins that, they, they won't, I'm telling you right now, Cincinnati has about 0.000001% chance of beating Alabama. Yeah. And, and to your point
1: about Bryce Young, it, I mean, if he wasn't the Heisman favorite before that game, that SEC championship, that cemented he is it. Now he yeah. is now 421 yards and three touchdowns, no picks. He played a near perfect game. And he absolutely dismantled what I thought, what everyone thought, I would say most people thought, was the best team in the country, bar none. Because they had shown it all year that they were. And they never got close to even a scare. And Bryce Young comes in there and just absolutely lights them up. And so, with that, yeah, we're looking at this matchup. I know that Cincinnati is not scared. I mean, what do they have to be scared of? They have nothing to lose. They've gotten to this point. This is, you know, just being there, just being part of the four, just – getting to participate in the dance is is good enough for most teams that, that would thrive. Like if they made it there, I, it, I know Cincinnati wants more, but like when you look mm-hmm. back at it, even if they lose to Alabama, you're going to say that was a good season Cincinnati. Well done. You, you did good. You, you won every game in front of you. You made it to the top four, even if you got crushed by Alabama. So I don't really think they have anything to lose. So they're going to be playing probably a little more loose. Do I think it'll matter in the end? Probably not. I think we've said it all year long that we don't think that Cincinnati would do it. But Cincinnati is a great opportunity. If they truly believe that they are one of the best teams in the country, if the committee is right in putting them in the top four, then let's see it, Cincinnati. Let's go. I'm I'm, I'm interested to see how it goes. I Uh, don't want it to be a blowout. I would hope it would be close, but, you know.
0: I mean, the way the season played out, it was kind of to the point where you had to put Cincinnati in. I mean, look, Notre Dame probably had a con had a had some type of argument, but you lost to Cincinnati. So, like, eh, I, I mean, granted, Notre Dame was a different team then, but you also aren't in a conference to win a championship, so the, that argument wasn't there. You can make an make an argument that if Ohio State played Cincinnati, Ohio State would probably boat race them. I, I do firmly believe that, but you can't look at a two loss team that didn't play in the conference championship and really put them with legitimate thought against a team that was undefeated and won their conference. I mean, yeah. give them credit where credit's due. And I, like, like you just said, I don't think it's going to matter in a couple weeks come new year's Eve, but you know, we'll, we'll wait till, till we get there to talk about that. The thing
1: about Notre Dame is like, just like, figure it out, find a conference. Like you have to have a conference game because it, it makes so much difference in these games. It, it, like not having it is such a detriment. So like, if you ever make the call at like, this what, point, do, it's like, they have to be perfect
0: at this There's point no though, there. with, with talks really gaining momentum about a college football playoff expansion. I think that, that little years push a road, for them. a
1: little bit of years though. Right. It, it, at least sounds like,
0: sounds maybe? like two, maybe two years because sure. they have to, they have to figure out the logistics of venues, dates and, and how to rotate within the other new Year's six bowls. So it, yeah. it, it's going to be a little bit of a logistics nightmare, but they're working on it. And I, and I think this type of year is something that is going to be, you know, at the forefront of the discussions, like, look, there's this controversy around Cincinnati and non-Power 5, but if we expanded the college football playoff, nobody would really have any complaints about Cincinnati being at 4 because you still have the likes of Notre Dame and Ohio State and, and Baylor as the Big 12 champion coming in. So I, I think that's where the conversation is going to be had. It's going to be interesting to see. Um, let's go to the Michigan-Georgia game real quick. Um, it's little obviously. This will obviously be the better of the games, mm-hmm. I, I, I think. However, I don't. I still don't think it's going to be that good of a game. I'm not a huge look. I saw it in person. This Michigan team's beatable. They have a very good defense, but guess what? So does Georgia. Um, and I, I really think that Georgia just boasts the most elite defensive line out there. Both teams are built around multiple rushing options, uh, talented tight end play. Um, But the the quarterbacks leave a little more to be desired. Cade McNamara has had a good year. Um, Stetson Bennett from Georgia. Um, He didn't look good in the SEC title game, that be it Bennett. But I, I don't think that it will matter in the next game. I think this Georgia team is going to be pretty angry. I think they're going to be pretty pissed off. How much left does Michigan have? You know what I mean? Like they've had three very, very emotional wins in the past four weeks. That being whether it be Pence beating Penn State in the final minutes, whether it is beating Ohio State, whether it is winning the Big Ten championship. How much do they have left where where Georgia, they finally hit that road bump but I think they're going to bounce back. And with it being down in Miami, closer to Georgia. not that that's a huge deal, but Georgia, I feel like we'll have a good strong showing. They're not that Michigan won't. I just have a feeling Georgia is going to win this game. Michigan still throughout this entire year has left meat on the bone that I think there is to be desired. I just think that they, they, they've reached their peak. You know what I mean? Like this is what Michigan is. I think Georgia has a little more potential that they could tap after an embarrassing outing against Alabama.
1: You know, the way I look at it um, with you mentioning like, you know, that they have, they played two emotional games or three, even if you want to go back that far, are really emotional games. Do they have enough left in the tank? It's either they don't have enough left in the tank or they're going to be riding the high of winning right. Those right. two emotional games and they're going to keep that momentum flowing it's going to be i think a real defensive battle because as you said they both have really good defenses um for sure and they're going to both try to um you know lean on the rushing game especially michigan i mean michigan has that that uh um uh, the elite running game where they were really able to attack like you know ohio state really fell victim to haskins and what he can do uh, he had a great season this year um and so i think that they're both going to kind of rely on trying to get something moving and i i don't know because if you're looking at just the rushing games i trust michigan 100% more mm-hmm. but if i'm talking the defense i trust georgia's defense a little bit more than michigan's and like you said they have that elite uh defensive line so can that defensive line hold up michigan's rush attack enough um I don't know this game's this game's tough I I lean towards Georgia because they have been as I saw it the better team all year um but I would not put it past Michigan to make this interesting and come out and win and if they ride that high they could ride it all the way to the championship I, I really do think that they have the potential to do that um if you put a gun to my head though I'm gonna pick Georgia
0: yeah my my gut Says Bama, Georgia rematch, and then Bama's gonna smack them once again. Um, that's my gut call
1: seven and a half to Georgia right now. Um, and then in the Cincinnati, uh, Alabama, it's uh, about two touchdowns, 13 and a half, and that's kind. Alabama. I think that's kind. Alabama.
0: <laughs> um, the other New Year's six games. Just to throw it out there, uh, before we head to the NFL, the Chick-fil-A peach bowl is Michigan State and Pitt, which pit. Um,
1: <laughs> oh, can we talk quick about Pitt and their uh change? Yeah, with that fake slide that is I at first when I first saw it, I was like
0: It's filthy. I was, like, filthy. I, was
1: like, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. But then when I thought about it more, I was like, wait, that's so not fair. Like if you start to slide, like, the defenders... No,
0: I think have, it's brilliant. I think it's brilliant. Up,
1: I, but how can you it's do brilliant. It? That's a slippery slope, though.
0: You can't, like... I have no problem think... with
1: it. And so I if... have a lot of
0: problems with Pitt. I have no problem. But
1: see, with it. if he if he tries that again, and he gets clocked, and then the defender gets a flag because, you know, he didn't slow up, but because he faked it that one time, it's like, you know, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of bullshit. I mean, at first I thought I saw it and I thought like you, I was like, I was like, Oh, that was slick. That was, that was kind of nice. But I mean, in the scheme of things, it's kind of rough because like that that's not fair to the defender because the defender has to pull up because if he does go down and then the defender hits him, that's obviously a penalty. Like he gives himself up. you can't do it, but I don't know. It was interesting. This is an interesting play. I've never seen anyone do that.
0: I had no problem with it. Uh, The PlayStation Fiesta Bowl is Notre Dame and Oklahoma State. The Rose Bowl is Utah and Ohio State. I would be stunned if Utah even puts (laughs) up a whimper against Ohio State. Um, The All-State Sugar Bowl is Baylor and Ole Miss. And actually on New Year's, the Outback Bowl is Penn State and Arkansas. So you have that as well, and then there's a bunch of other a bunch of other good games out there. A bunch of other good bowls. Um, of note, I'll just I'll just throw a couple out there. Uh, you have, like I said, the Outback Bowls, Penn State, Arkansas, the uh, Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl, baby, Central Michigan, and Boise State, uh, Wake Forest, and Texas A and M is this Tax Slayer Gator Bowl? That's that'd be a good one. That should be a good game. Uh, the Las That's Vegas Bowl is. Some of these names are wild. Remember uh,
1: when we, when we, way back when, when we had a, uh, we did a New Year's, uh, New Year's Day recording where we were at the radio station we used to work at. But uh, we did, um, you you guys quizzed me on whether it was an. Oh, real bowl, or not? A yes. Real or bowl or not? That was fun. That, that's a fun one.
0: Uh, the, <laughs> the SRS distribution Las Vegas bowl <laughs> is Wisconsin and Arizona State. The tr- uh, Trans Perfect. Music City Bowl is Tennessee and Purdue. What about the Wasabi Fenway Bowl, SMU and Virginia? That's right. That's right. Uh, The Cheez-It Bowl is Clemson, Iowa State. The Alamo Bowl is Oregon, Oklahoma. That's actually a pretty good game, Oregon and Oklahoma. Um, the pinstripe bowl for the local Yankees fans is Maryland and Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech actually just pulled away uh, Penn State's defensive coordinator, Brett Pry is their new head coach. Uh, and like you said, the Wasabi Fenway Bowl, SMU and Virginia. The
1: guaranteed uh, rate bowl, West yeah, Virginia but, and Minnesota.
0: And then you have the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. Some of these <laughs> man are just...
1: What about the guaranteed rate bowl? Like what? <laughs>
0: The Serve Pro First Responder Bowl, Ticket Smarter (laughs) Birmingham Bowl, Military Bowl, Bowl. my God, Camellia Bowl, Easy Post Hawaii Bowl, Hawaii's in the Easy
1: Post Hawaii Bowl. The Lockheed Martin Armed Forces, that would... Army would be in the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces. But
0: I think everybody's really, truly gearing up for the Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl with UCF <laughs> in Florida. Okay. All right.
1: That's the one I'm tuning it. That is must-see television. <laughs> <laughs> Appointment TV right there.
0: <laughs> that or the Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl with UTSA. The undefeated UTSA Roadrunners for San Diego State at hey, maybe Toyota they st- be in the top
1: four. You know, at I'm
0: Toyota crazy. Stadium in Frisco, Texas. <laughs> My God, <laughs> so there's bad. not too
1: many bowls. It's
0: fine. <laughs> Myrtle Beach Bowl, R L oh, Carriers, wow. New Orleans Bowl, the Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl, what? Utah what? State and Oregon State, the Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl. He has his own bowl, apparently. Good for him. Uh, Good good for him. Lending Tree Bowl, the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl. How many bowls are there now? New Mexico Bowl, Crickets. The PUBG
1: Mobile. It's not even just PUBG. It's PUBG Mobile New Mexico Bowl.
0: Uh, Deion Sanders has his team in the Cricket Celebration Bowl against South Carolina State. Jackson State Tigers. The the
1: roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. (laughs) Western Kentucky and Appalachian State.
0: The Bahamas Bowl sounds kind of nice. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Anyway, uh, so. LA Bowl. So now that everybody got their fill of fantastic bowl games coming up, uh, mark (laughs) mark your calendars now. Uh, we'll we'll talk about some of these bowl games as they come along, but obviously our college football coverage is starting to dwindle down. Uh, we have obviously the New Year Six and the college football playoff coming up. We will talk plenty about it, but the rankings are done. Uh, the rankings are done, bowl games are set, college football playoff is set, and uh, we move on to the next chapter. And uh, before we go to the NFL, I do want to mention – about our friends over at Mohawk Honda and the fact that the current supply and demand challenges within the auto industry makes this the perfect time for you to go and get top dollar for your vehicle. Right now at Mohawk Honda, you can take advantage of the Kelly Blue Book Instant Cash offer. They will put cash in your hand for your vehicle the same day you come in, even if you don't buy from them. And that's a pretty sweet deal, especially for all those recent college grads or students in need of a new ride or some extra cash. Mohawk Honda has consistently kept their lot fully stocked with hundreds of pre-owned vehicles. Their large inventory makes shopping fun as you browse through the many makes and models to choose from, and you can also check out their full selection online before you come in and stop and look at the selection that they have. You can do your research at home. Stop in and say hi to Greg Johnson, the assistant general manager, Jake Hot Sauce Doyle. Louis, the VIP man, Morales, or one of the many other helpful sales consultants there at Mohawk Honda. There is a vast selection of Honda certified pre-owned vehicles. So now is the time to take advantage of the Kelly Blue Book instant cash offer, which is Mohawk Honda in Glenville, where they always go out of their way to please you. And it, while we're talking about Mohawk Honda, it is the 12 days of giving at Mohawk Honda. Head to Mohawk Honda's Facebook page now to nominate a charity to receive $5,000. Make sure to comment and tag the charity in the comments, along with likes and sharing their pin post on their Facebook page from now until December 10th. So the remainder of this week up until Friday, they will be accepting submissions in the comments. And on December 11th, Mohawk Condo will start announcing a charity a day until the 24th. 12 lucky charities will get $5,000 a piece each Share your nominations today. Again, you could do so on their Facebook page with all the instructions there to follow. Taylor NFL Week 13. It was a little more like it, huh? A, a, a little more like it. The Colts shut out the uh, lowly that Texans. Uh Mania grabbed Philadelphia mm-hmm. into a frenzy, and the, the Eagles beat the Jets. Eagles control their own playoff destiny. I don't know if the Colts do, but they're right into Not the really, thick of it. Yeah, the Colts Colts need some help. They need some losses. Uh, um let's let's uh let's look at a couple of these games, just a little update. Taylor, you were 10-4. I was 8 and 6. I am 3 games up at 123 and 71. You yeah. did. You did. You did. Good for you. Um Detroit won their first football game congratulations yeah. in 364 days the minnesota i mean it's a conversation we have every time the vikings like what are the minnesota vikings they'll go and beat the chargers and then go and lose to the lions i make it make sense it really it simply can't, doesn't can't pick them um dallas handled their business against the saints the saints are really in a downward spiral uh Taysom hill uh i mean looked He's great as a fantasy quarterback, but as an NFL quarterback, uh, not so much. Uh the Giants trotted out Mike Glennon and they lost to the Miami Dolphins. That that went that went super duper for the Giants, and now they are preparing to start Jake Fromm this week. We will get to that in a little bit. What could possibly go wrong? Uh your Colts, Taylor. It wasn't pretty for the Colts, all That's things the considered. First half. Some, um, but
1: it should have been up by more. Honestly, it should have been like a 50 to zero. right? Cause and, we got the ball so many times in the first half and so, just couldn't do anything. So, so I
0: well. guess you could say how, how picky can you be about a 31, nothing win? I mean, against the lowly Texans, you did what you had to do. The Colts move. Let's
1: forward. be real. The Texans defense played well. Their offense is absolutely atrocious. And we were able to take advantage of that and they couldn't do anything. But the, the defense did enough in the first half to keep it close. It was 7-0 to zero for uh, a long time where it shouldn't have been. It should have been like 21-0 to zero early mm-hmm. on in the first half, but it wasn't. But you know what? Uh, what can I complain about? I mean, they, they gave the ball to Jonathan Taylor, 143 yards, two touchdowns, keep it moving, you know.
0: Yeah, so the Colts actually have a bye this week. They'll have two weeks to prepare for the most pivotal stretch of the season. You have New England, Arizona, teams that are likely headed to the playoffs, awaiting them on the other side of the bye. Um, and, And realistically, now that I'm looking at it, the Colts will likely need to win three of their final four games to make the playoffs. The problem is... Three of those four opponents went into Sunday with a winning record. The Colts have beaten only one team with a winning record this season, and that is Buffalo. So jury's still out on the Colts. We will see what happens, and then that leads to the to the Eagles and the Jets. Um, Gardner Minshew's performance is creating quite the stir in Philly, um, but everybody relax. There really is not a quarterback controversy. Nick Sirianni said as such, Jalen Hurts will play. He so it's is like the starter. You
1: could go out and freaking win again. Well,
0: a, and that was kind of my point. Like, you know, did Gardner Minshew complete 93.3% of his passes? Yeah. Was it against the Jets? Yeah. So, like, look, <laughs> he did what you want out of your backup quarterback. Your starting quarterback can't go. You have to win against a team that you should beat, and they did. Um, I, I Look, I does it make me feel better that if something were to happen to Jalen? That the Eagles offense didn't really, you know, skip a beat. Yeah, absolutely. And Miles Sanders ran for over 100 yards. So the Eagles lead the NFL with over 162 rushing yards a game. And uh, Miles Sanders was their first 100-yard rusher the entire season with 120 yards. Mm -hmm. Welcome back, Booby. Dallas Goddard was Mm -hmm. uh, involved as well. And uh, look, this team has their bye week as well. Look at that, Taylor. Both our teams have the bye this week. Um, crazy. We can uh, both relax and not we, have we anything can...
1: emotional uh, this weekend.
0: Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> oh,
1: this God. Eagles
0: team, it was the Jets, so let's not carry it away, but the Eagles should win more than they lose the rest of the way, regardless of the quarterback. They stay within the division the rest of the year. Washington, New York, Washington, and mm-hmm. Dallas. Um and this is uh, – the Eagles control their own destiny. They control their own playoff destiny. Them and Washington are tied for that last and final playoff spot. And, of course, the Eagles play Washington twice. So um I
1: need a little bit more. But, uh, I mean, we, obviously we have our bye week and other teams have had their bye week. So this is the week where, like, it'll really shape up, like, what right. happens to the Chargers, what happens to the the, the Bills even because now that the right. Bills have been knocked out there in the card spot. Yeah, I know. And um, I think what, let me pull up that third team. Cause I know, I um, b- 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 believe football, it's currently
0: uh, Pittsburgh. Am I wrong? Uh, yes.
1: Yes, it is. So yeah. So it, uh, no, no, it's Cincinnati, Cincinnati and the chargers are both in that spot. And then Buffalo okay. and then okay. Pittsburgh's right there with them because they have that tie. So right. they, they're skewing it off, but it really comes down to what happens this week. And then if the Colts end up out of this week with the wild card, which, can happen if buffalo loses we have the tiebreaker over buffalo obviously because we just beat them so if buffalo were to lose then we would have that seventh spot and then it would be you know all up to us just keep winning
0: but yeah when when it comes to yeah when it comes to the eagles like look everything's in front of them they're going to be in the mix the rest of the way and and really i'm looking at these next this final stretch all games within the division jalen hurts take this team take this team if you do what you're supposed to do and you lead this team to the playoffs you're gonna have a shot in 2022 so I know Jalen knows that I know this team needs to get healthy a little bit got a little nicked up I mean having your buy in week 14 is that's that's rough that's that's a that's a rough start to the season going 14 to 13 weeks without having a uh, having a buy that's that's rare. So um, the Eagles could really use the rest, and I, I it's think so good
1: with Colts, <laughs> like I, you know, I know. You know
0: both teams could use the rest. Like you know,
1: just get healthy and get ready for the go. Especially uh, Carson, I know that he hasn't had any injuries, but you know, it's coming down to the wire, and I'm really hoping that they only need
0: he game. only needs to play like a drive next week to get 75 yeah. percent of the snaps. So just just get through to, just one more game, please. Just just be safe. One more game. Then you How can all of the games? How about then all you the games? Can, then you can blow out your knee again. No, all, all no, I care. no. Um, no. <laughs>
1: Don't do that to me. Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby.
0: <laughs> hey, uh, as long as I get my 75%, the rest is whatever. That's on you. you. That's on you. Um <laughs> Arizona handled their business against Chicago, say less there. Uh, the Chargers, I mean, that performance against the Bengals surprised me. I really thought Cincinnati was going to show up, and so did you. We both picked them, yeah. Um. Just two teams that you don't know what you're going to get each week, but you, you know each team's potential is they could beat any team in the but NFL. Both
1: like, when they're good, they're great, but right. when they're bad, they're bad. And so it's and hard the, to pick which day got, they're going to show, show up. And, and you really got tight.
0: bad Bengals and good chargers. And that result, that combination turned into a 41-22 win for LA. I mean, uh, t- either
1: one of those teams too for the playoff race. Like if either one of those teams lose, then I don't know exactly what the the, the tiebreaker situation is, but the Colts are right below them. They just have one more game and so right. they have one more loss than these guys. So if either one of those people lose, uh, those teams lose, then then we'll be right in there too.
0: Tampa Bay handled their business against Atlanta. I, there's not really much to touch on there. We are we already talked Detroit and Minnesota. Uh the Rams beat Jacksonville 37 to 7. Congratulations. Do you want a cookie? <laughs> um Washington beat Vegas. Kind of surprising. But Woo! you know, here, here come for me. the fight. Here come the fighting Taylor Heineke. He's <laughs> trying to be relevant. Um
1: That's two games in a row where they lo- they won the game, but it was like what, what they shouldn't it? seven, have
0: seven, it's literally
1: 17-15, 17-15. Two games in a row. You win a game 17-15. That is weird. That is so weird. Like uh, it's a it's I, a tough minded physical
0: is. team, and you shouldn't you should expect nothing less from a Ron Rivera led football team. But eventually come playoff time and come down the stretch these next couple weeks. Eventually talent is going to beat teams like that. I mean, they're going to be competitive, do not get me wrong. But the wall is coming for Washington. Well they're playing the Cowboys
1: and I mean
0: their next two games are Dallas I'm and not, Philly. I'm not I,
1: picking I, them I, to beat the Cowboys. No. And I'm not if picking them. if they do, then maybe I'd pick them to beat the uh, Philly. But like as of right now, I probably wouldn't pick them to beat Philly. If they beat the Cowboys in
0: a five game winning streak, maybe then I would pick them. Maybe then. Um, Pittsburgh beat Baltimore 20 to 19, uh, John, John Harbaugh had a stroke on the sideline. Mm. Not really sure, uh, why they decided to go for two. You play Um, to win the game. You you play to win the game. That's Mm -hmm. what he did. He played Mm -hmm. to win the game. He went for two. Didn't get it. You can win the game in overtime.
1: Um, he didn't trust his defense to stop the lightning that is Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. Right. You know, the electric offense that the Steelers (laughs) have.
0: Give to be fair it,
1: it might honestly be one of the best games of Roethlisberger's season 236 two touchdowns no interceptions I mean you just realize no what you're saying like
0: yeah. yeah
1: I do realize what I'm saying just no interceptions from Ben and like you know I mean this the Steelers offense like the thing that holds them back is Ben Roethlisberger in my opinion and the offensive line doesn't help at all um but like they have great pieces. Like I love Deontay, Deontay Johnson and 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 all the guys on the outside and Najee Harris. Obviously, um, picked him early on in the season to be a, a big fantasy guy because I do like him. Um, so I think what holds him back is Ben Roethlisberger. But if Ben Roethlisberger is playing well for once in a season, he's gonna do well. So they wanted to go for to win the game. I respect it. I mean, like you know, you 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 played to win the game and you didn't. So you live with that. But overall, you're you're concerned about Lamar Jackson. I mean, he's thrown a pick the in offense, what, like 7 consecutive games it feels the like. The
0: offense and the offense looks broken. There's a very 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 big void there. Uh, they just lack so much explosiveness. Um something's wrong. Well, I mean, all their running backs. Offense were are all
1: hurt yeah they're all broken we talked about but... that and they and they they were able to overcome that early in the season but now i think it's really catching up to them like lamar jackson as much as he runs the ball probably shouldn't be your leading rusher every single time um so th- there's that and then when when all the defense is keyed in on either jackson running it or jackson throwing it and forcing right. him to make harder throws he he's not that great of a pocket passer let's just be honest with ourselves he's not that he what makes lamar jackson great is his ability to run the ball and the offense's ability to run the ball, which sets up play action for him, which makes easy throws for him. He cannot make great spectacular throws. He's not that guy.
0: So this is what
1: happens when he struggles.
0: Right. No, he he really isn't. Um, Seattle beat San Francisco, which I I mean, Seattle is pretty much out of it, but that really hurts San Francisco because they're in the thick of it. The back end of the NFC is pretty loaded right now in, in, in uh, vine for really, um, five to seven, uh, because uh, the the Rams are likely going to safely have um, one of them. But five to seven is pretty, pretty jam packed back there. San Francisco losing to a team like Seattle that that's a tough pill for them to swallow. Uh, the Chiefs handled their business against Denver, and then the does <laughs> look pretty. The Pats and the Bills, just an absolutely bonkers Monday night football game where Mac <laughs> Jones throws the ball three times uh, and, 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 and leads the I fighting. Bill. Not yeah. bad,
1: but I call it. Just gonna win. I think
0: if I, to be honest, if I think I knew what the weather was going to be like, I would, I would have taken, taken the Pats, but uh, look, the Bills, they don't look very good. They, they just don't. Um, this is not, they the can't girls run the ball. had a lot of, they can't run the ball. And, and I'm not exactly like, look, how much can I take away from that game? I don't know because the elements just threw everything awry. Um, but I'm not, you know, I'm still not a believer in the Pats. Like, give me a breath. Uh, I am. <laughs> I, I, I know <laughs> I mean, you are.
1: I said that last week that I said that, that I thought that they were the best team in the AFC. And the AFC so, is a shit show,
0: but I think the Chiefs I, really are starting is. to get hot at the right time. I, but,
1: I see the problem is I don't even think that the Chiefs are hot. Their defense, their defense is hot. Their defense is very hot. Like the deep, the Chiefs' defense, which I didn't think I would be saying early on in the season, that the Chiefs' defense are, I think are really is really carrying them um, lately because their offense still looks broken it still doesn't look the same i, I, as it I think they're be. just
0: finding different ways to win like i think they could turn on that that switch flip the switch if they need I, to i don't think they can
1: because they haven't besides maybe like the they, haven't needed, they haven't the needed they haven't needed
0: to they're running the ball more they're relying more on that defense and they're just they're just winning football games in a different way i don't think it's a right i don't think it's a cause for concern they're one of the hottest teams in football right now they've won what seven straight i i still don't believe it As as much as you don't believe in the Pats, I don't really believe in the Chiefs
1: until I see them really like take off because they only ran the ball. They they rushed for eighty nine yards, and 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 Patrick Mahomes had one hundred eighty nine yards and a and a pick. So Mm -hmm. I mean the offense, it it just doesn't feel like the Chiefs' offense of old. And I guess if you're gonna transition to a rely on your defense kind of thing, like you can do that, I suppose. But I just think against like a better team, you're not going to be able to do that. Like, if I put the Chiefs up against the Patriots, I think their defense makes Patrick Mahomes really, really uncomfortable. And then it would be up to, can you stop Mac Jones in that rushing attack? And maybe you can. Maybe that's how you win, and you win a game 14 to, to 10, just like the Patriots just did. Maybe that's possible. But I just don't believe it as of right now. And as for the Patriots' win against the Bills, I mean, Bills – you got to be embarrassed because when you know they're going to run. You know they're going to run the football. Down. Every down. Every down except for three. Like, how can you not stop that? Like, how can you not be prepared, know that they're running it? That's just man versus man at the offensive – like the offensive defensive lines. And the offensive line just manhandled you and just made you look silly. And uh, as for throwing it only three times, I think that that just goes to the brilliance of – of Bill Belichick because early on in that game or like in the beginning the pregame they were kind of talking uh, They were one of the crew members I forget who went down and talked to uh, uh, Josh Allen and he was kind of explaining how you got to throw when you're in the wind and stuff and the Patriots realized hey Mac Jones is not Josh Allen he does not have the arm strength to really zip balls through this wind so what are we going to do we're just going to rush it and it worked and they didn't put Mac Jones in a position to fail. Whereas if I think the Jets were playing against the Bills in this situation, they would have had Zach Wilson throw it all over the place, and it would have been terrible. And so you're putting your your quarterback in the best situation possible to win. Knowing his limitations, knowing who he is, knowing he's a rookie, you're playing him the best you possibly can. And I think that that's the way that they're winning. And I don't see why that can't continue
0: everything you're saying is fair. I, I just, I want to see more of it. Um, let's go to week 14. Cause we have a really, really big slate of games. Not many teams are on a buy, even though both our teams are. Um, both the only teams on a buy. Are we really? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I could open uh, up, but I'd believe we it. might be. I mean, uh, I'd believe it. Um, the Thursday night football game is Pittsburgh at Minnesota and, I have I've been having a real hard time with this game, but my tiebreaker is Kirk Cousins in prime time. Yeah, no, thank you. I'm gonna go with the Steelers. They're you know, their 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 defense has been good. Obviously, Minnesota's offense is explosive. But I mean, I can I self consciously take a team that just gave Detroit its first win of the season against Pittsburgh, who's you know, it's been ugly, but they are winning football games and they're a veteran football team. I think I'm gonna go with Pittsburgh on the road. Uh,
1: it's the Colts, Dolphins, Patriots, and Eagles.
0: There you go. So only four teams.
1: Only four. Um. So Steelers, Vikings. Um. Again, we talked about how the Vikings are just, you know, you never know what they're gonna do. They're so inconsistent. Some days they look great. Some days they look terrible. But I think that the same thing can be said for the Steelers and Ben Roethlisberger. As I said, and but since Ben Roethlisberger had such a great uh game last week in division, I think on a short week i'm going to bet that that's going to regress a little bit and so i'm going to pick the vikings to win this game against the steelers plus i really uh, need them to for you know playoff hopes
0: yeah right as a colts fan that i mean that's a game that you know you'd like to see the vikings win um, especially just to knock the
1: steelers out of cuz and it was not surprise
0: really- it wouldn't surprise me if the Vikings come out and look like world beers. That's what they do. They'll lose to Detroit and then go and look good the next week. I, I, that's totally a Minnesota thing. Um, but I, I although I good. guess
1: I guess the the prime time really does scare me because we all know Kirk Cousins. Is Kirk
0: Cousins don't like of yeah. prime time. Yeah. So, uh
1: yeah, I guess I still go with like
0: the Vikings. Uh, start of the Sunday slate: Dallas and the Washington Football Team. Uh, Dallas hasn't looked that good. Um, they kind of look pretty shoddy against New Orleans as well. Um, Washington, though, leaves a lot more to be desired. and I don't really think they're that good of a football team. I'm gonna go with Dallas uh, unfortunately. I would love. I, th- th- this is tough for me because the Eagles are for me, right? I look at this game. The Eagles still have a shot at the division. They have a shot, and they play Dallas again. However, you're neck and neck with Washington for the wildcard spot. So it's like, which one do I want? I guess realistically assume that Dallas is going to win the division and try to get Washington out of there. I really don't know, but I will never, ever root for the Dallas Cowboys. Um, (laughs) But I'm going to pick the Dallas Cowboys in this one.
1: Yeah, I'm going to pick Dallas. Um, I think they're the more talented team overall um, if they put it together and really – Uh, um, put a complete game together. I think that they're the better team. I mean, you look at the offense, I I would take Dak Prescott over Tyler Haneke every day of the week Sure. on Sundays. I would take Zeke and Pollard, the combination over Gibson. I would take, you know, the only person who maybe I would take over any of their receivers, maybe I would take Terry McLaurin because I do like Terry McLaurin a whole lot. I think he is one of the best wide receivers in the game and I think he's really... Uh, coming up there. So I, I probably would take him over, you know, Amari and CD lamb, but I don't even know who the
0: second, like Washington I would, receiver. I is. don't, I don't know if I'd take the over CD, probably Cooper, but not CD. I like, I like the over both of them. That's just, that's just
1: me. But either way, I'm still taking Amari and CD over their, Like I'm taking the whole Dallas core of wide receivers over Washington's wide receivers. Oh yeah. um Yeah, exactly. So, so, in, in terms that's of that's not a hot take, <laughs> and in terms no, in terms of the defense, Washington has been playing a little bit better, but uh, you still got you know, digs on on, on uh, Dallas's side, which if he gets a turnover or two, you know, can turn the game around. So, yeah, I'm going Dallas,
0: Jacksonville, and Tennessee. Look, the Titans are obviously in a really bad place right now with injuries and whatnot, <laughs> um, but they're not that. They're not that banged up. Uh, Jacksonville really is just god-awful. That offense looks lost. Trevor Lawrence has seemed to just not grasp an NFL offense, and that is part of coaching, and I don't think the Jaguars have a competent coaching staff, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, Tennessee is still a very good defensively, will still create some short fields. They might be getting Julio Jones back this week. I'm going to go Titans at home.
1: Yeah, it just makes sense to go with Titans at home just because as as bad as the Titans have been playing lately, they're coming off a two-game losing, only two games. But the first one was to the Texans, which as the Colts just proved, the Texans are trash. Um, they're really bad. And I really don't understand how the Titans were able to lose that game against them two weeks ago. Um, I guess you just chalk it up to the Titans being so banged up that they didn't have anything at all to do anything with. Um, so in terms of this game, I still lean Titans as much. as, I mean, if the Titans were to keep losing, they would open the door for the Colts to win the division as well. If the Colts keep winning and the no, yeah, absolutely, keep losing. absolutely, but, but they still have the the tiebreaker over them. So even if it comes down to obviously a tie, the Titans are winning out. Uh, but I think that the Titans will win this game. I mean, the Jaguars are so bad, like
0: so bad, so, so bad. bad. Um speaking it's the best of, part
1: of being in the AFC South as we play the, the Jaguars and the Texans twice yeah, a year.
0: Must be nice. Um nice. speaking of the Houston Texans, they host Seattle this week, and Russell Wilson finally looked like a competent quarterback again, and they beat uh the Niners at home in a big divisional game. Seattle still really on the outside looking in. They have to win out to have even a be a part of the conversation, which is not likely, but Houston is so bad. Uh Davis Mills is starting for Houston as Tyrod Taylor is once again hurt. Um I it just uh, if you think of taking Davis Mills and the Houston Texans to beat Seattle, you're you're out of your mind. Uh Seattle in this one.
1: Listen, I mean David Mills might play better than Tyrod Taylor played because honestly Tyrod Taylor played like trash. His first throw of the game last uh, Sunday was uh, an interception. <clears throat> Uh, which set up a short field, and the Colts scored immediately. So uh, I, I don't know. The Texans' offense, um, I didn't watch the game because I had to work, but I listened to it, and as far as I could tell, Texans' offense was absolutely abysmal. They could not move the ball at all. Even when they turned the Colts over, it was so that they could go three and out. And so, and so their, their defense was the only thing that kept them in that game. It kept them in the game for a half, and maybe they can frustrate Russell Wilson for a half, but can they do it for a full game? I don't think so. I'm taking the Seahawks in this one. As bad as the Seahawks are, the Texans are worse.
0: Much worse. Um, Raiders and Chiefs in a big AFC West uh, divisional rival game. Uh, Like I said, the the Chiefs are feeling themselves. Vegas is starting to sputter a little bit, losing to Washington in very ugly fashion. They're Becoming one of those teams that I think are have hit the wall. I'm gonna know the Chiefs in this one.
1: Um as a point, you mentioned the Chiefs winning streak. It's only at five. It's not seven. They lost the Chiefs. Maybe it's the Pats at so. seven. Yeah, the, the Pats are at seven. Yes. Okay. Seven. That's
0: that's 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 where I was. Okay.
1: Um but the Chiefs are on a winning streak. Don't don't get me wrong. It's just it's one, yeah, one, two, three, four, five, five. Yeah. And going back so to a pretty the, good the, winning the streak. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, but I do think they will extend it to six because I mean, the last time they played cursed. the Raiders, they, they won 41 to 14. If I'm to believe that this Chiefs team is what you say it is, what a lot of people say it is, um, then they will get find a way to get this game uh, under wraps their defense playing a hell of a lot better offense still sputtering but if the defense keeps playing like this then i guess the offense doesn't have to put up 30 points a game even though i think that that's where they should be if they're going to be the chiefs of old, and if they have any hopes of winning um you know getting back to the super bowl and winning it um as we both predicted we both predicted they'd be there
0: um but i still believe they will be based on the shit that the afc is Turned yeah, out and this I mean, year. <clears throat> at this point, their only competition seems like
1: the Patriots or maybe the Ravens. If you want to put them in, there I was like gonna the say Raiders. if
0: the Ravens get themselves right. But, yeah, but...
1: but Lamar Jackson's been playing so poorly. I would say I as of late. So I know. Um, but I do think the Chiefs. I guess I'll give them this one. I'll take them against the Raiders.
0: Saints at Jets. It's gonna be Taysom Hill. Uh, they're hoping that they get Alvin Kamara back this week. I Saints really need a win. They get Alvin Kamara
1: back. I need him in my fantasy team uh, so know. badly.
0: I know it's 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 rough. Yeah, I, I he, he, you know he has the questionable tag again. It's like all right, is this gonna well, be?
1: He, he screwed me. Well, I guess I screwed myself. I shouldn't really blame him, but because it was a Thursday game, I forgot that they were playing on Thursday, so I got the notification Thursday that he wasn't going to play. and I was like, oh, I'll, I'll take care of it later. No, he was playing on Thursday, so he was still in my lineup. Oh, um, no. but, but in that one, I'm I'm still – because I lost, but also the leader of the division and in, in the this fantasy that I'm talking about also lost. So we're both at 7-6. and six. So I just need him <laughs> to lose and me to win or to break the tiebreaker, I think it's points four, but I don't know how far behind I am, but like, I just need to win and get in. And then I get a buy too, because the, the winner of that division gets a buy, even though all the other people have better records than me, I would still get a first round buy, which would be awesome. Yeah. So the, I, think I, right I,
0: I have <laughs> a feeling Camara will be back this week. Things are starting to point that way, but we will see. Um, the jets, so. the jets look really bad. Um, and I mean, you know, when your players are saying you're not prepared for a backup quarterback, I really question how ready you are going to be to play any team. And, you know, if, if you don't know what I'm talking about, Bryce Hall, the corner for the Jets, said that they uh, did not change their game plan in the way they prepared for the week because they thought that Jalen Hurts was going to play and that it doesn't matter because Gardner Minshew is uh, the same style of quarterback as Jalen Hurts, which is, uh, is not. Which not not, not it. First of nope, all, first of it. all, how
1: how could you not know because I knew because of you because you tweeted as, as per I don't remember who you are who the the guy you tweeted um cuz you're uh, you he's a followed. he's an eagle. He
0: he's an Eagles insider yeah. that I that I've known for a long long time and he now works for the Eagles so I I got yeah. that like Yeah. Thursday night. Yeah, and
1: so I got it from you Thursday night, and so before it was even public, I was already taking Jalen Hurts and picking yeah, up Gardner yeah. Minshew and putting him in all my lineups that I have, yep. Jalen Hurts, and so, like, I knew on Thursday because of you, so <laughs> how could an NFL player and a I, scouting I, team not I, know, and to <laughs> say that Gardner Minshew is the same as Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts is a running quarterback who can also throw, but... Minshew is not that he can run, but like he's not going to be tailoring the game around running. He's going to sit in the pocket and throw. Like, I'll, I'll... The,
0: the, the thing I the the, the thing and what? one of my good one of my one of my good friends is a Jets fan, and we um he lives down in the city, and we were actually we hopped on PlayStation and hopped on Mike and watched the game. It, it was it was kind of cool, but we were on headset watching the game. It was yeah, cool, yeah, yeah. I but but. You know, the point that we were making is like, look, you brought in Robert Sala, who is a defensive-minded head coach, has been part of two very good defenses yep. between Seattle and San Francisco. Yep. So that's your specialty. How do you not prepare your team? And and, and Greeny made this a great point. Keyshawn Johnson made this a point. Any NFL player knows this. And you don't even have to be an NFL player to know this because this isn't just the NFL. I mean, we did this for hockey. You, you, you did you do this for basketball, you do this for any sport. You know not only who the starters are, but you know who the backups are. Because that's what you do. You game plan, you look at the team, you like you are one injury away from the backup coming in. You need to know what the backup does. If there is any conversation that Jalen Hurts might miss that game. And all week there was questions if Jalen Hurts was going to play. This wasn't like it popped out of nowhere, like exactly. all of a sudden, oh shit, Jalen Hurts is out. Like there was a chance Gardner Minshew was going to play immediately following the game against the Giants. How as an NFL head coach, do you not at least have the thought that Gardner Minshew's going to be the quarterback? That's and how so mean. do you and how do you and, and look, I don't know if Bryce Hall made this out to be wrong or, 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 or uh, a situation that that wasn't the case. But to sit there and have your top corner come out and say, Garner Minshew, the game plan doesn't change between Jalen Hurts and Gardner Minchu. Garner Minshew. Garner Minshew don't run. Yeah. Garner Minshew absolutely has to. I, like, I, like, like Jalen Hurts.
1: Hurt, we'll have designed runs. For him to run,
0: Nick Sirianni has designed run that. Correct. So, so to say, <laughs> the offense. So that the offense doesn't change with the quarterbacks. It, it, it was kind of like saying, you know, Michael Vick and Nick Foles are the same. Like, <laughs> that's just not, that's just not, that just ain't it. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? So. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, like Mike Vick or Ben Roethlisberger so is the same quarterback. They play the same way. So it's fine.
0: <laughs> like, what? Um, there is legitimate concern for Jets fans. O- on top of the fact that Zach Wilson has not looked good. Um, Corey Davis out for the year. I'm going to take the Saints in this one.
1: Yeah, I'm going to take the Saints in this one, too. As bad as the Saints may have looked in their last couple games, I still think they can put it together, especially if I they trust get Sean. Kamara back. I trust Sean Payton oh, versus yeah. Robert Sala. 100% of the time, and especially if they get Kamara back. I mean, he's a huge part of their offense, and they've obviously been missing him. Because, I mean, if you don't have Michael Thomas and then you also don't have Kamara, then, like, is, what are you as the Saints? Like, the, their offense is built upon – The fact that you have, like, this standout wide receiver who you haven't had all year. but And then it's Kamara who can do it all. He can catch. He can run. He can do everything. So if he he comes back, which God hope he comes back, um, yeah, the Saints offense should be marginally better, even with Taysom Hill, and they should beat the lowly Jets. Who are probably – Sorry, they're probably not even game planning for Camara because he's listed his question. Yeah, Camara's question. So why game <laughs> 20, plan for him? Trying, It's the same thing. It's the same thing as if he's out of season. It's the same game plan.
0: <laughs> Unreal. Cool. You're. We're I mean, I I didn't know it could get worse than Adam GaSe, but uh, <clears throat> I mean, are, uh... I'm not at the the point that it's worth it on case yet, but I mean, come on. I
1: don't know because it seems like no matter who they bring in, it's just all bad. But the
0: but the thing is, like
1: organization from the
0: core is rock. Like like who was the hot name out of the coaching search last year? Robert Sala. He was the guy that a lot of people were going to as the top you know top coaching candidate so i thought this was a great hire for the jets you have a rookie a head coach versus you have a rookie head coach versus a rookie head coach and people have a lot of negative things to say about nick Sirianni. but guess what he has learned throughout this year and the team has gotten better nick Sirianni out coached robert sala that was the difference in that game how can you go into that game at, we're going to move on um <laughs> the she falcons about how
1: bad the jets
0: are but we, we could uh the falcons take on the panthers cam newton and the panthers and in, in a complete sputter as well uh against the falcons both teams still technically in the playoff hunt believe it or not they're in they're considered part of the conversation um i'm gonna go Let's with caroline where uh the the lot sorry the lions are
1: aren't mathematically eliminated yet. So it was like this I whole know. page of like what needs to happen. What needs and, to happen and, and for, the for the Lions to make the playoffs? It was insane.
0: Uh starting with the Lions needed to win every game after that which Yeah, that happen. that's that's going to help. <laughs> yeah, that that would that would be a starting point. Um Carol, I'm going to take Carolina in this one. Like look, this is literally a coin flip game. Carolina's at home. Um the Falcons look really really bad and at, at least Carolina I think Cam, I mean, he's he's looked bad. but And firing Joe Brady as the offensive coordinator is confusing to me. Uh, I think that's not the way to go. Uh, Joe Brady is one of the young up-and-coming minds in the league, I think. Uh, but so firing Brady was a little bit of a head-scratcher for a lot of people. I still am going to go Carolina. I don't think Atlanta is really showing much signs of life at this point. Cordero Patterson's a great talking point. But other than that, I mean, Matt Ryan looks done. He looks absolutely fried. Um, The defense is terrible. He's thrown his top option outside of Cordero Patterson is Russell Gage. At least Carolina has a good defense. I'm going to go Panthers. Yeah, uh, I'll
1: probably go Panthers as well. I mean, I wouldn't say that Cam Newton and the Panthers have looked bad, other than the last. Cam week looked bad did. last week. Cam he looked la- bad. Yes, last week he did. He did look bad. Um, but then they had the bye week, and then now they're coming back, and and so I I think that they'll play better. Um, Cam was bad, but the game before but that two he weeks was, ago, I should say. Yeah, yeah, but the week before that, he was. I don't think he was very bad. Like he was he no, well, no well, enough, well enough, and then it just he, they kind of ran into a buzzsaw. Um. But I do think that Cam will play better. I don't think that that is the can that we'll see every week. Um, and like you said, the this Falcons team is is wishy washy at best, terrible at worst. Um, their only light at the tunnel is is Car- Cordell Patterson and the things that he's been able to do. They have Kyle Pitts, but it seems like they don't want to get him involved ever, and at, at, or at least it seems like it because he's on one of my fantasy teams and he rarely does anything. Um, but
0: yeah, uh, at home, I'm going Carolina. Baltimore at Cleveland, Baltimore still holding on to the top of that division. Although that lead is shrinking. They are at Cleveland, a big game, uh, between two division rivals. Baltimore needs to get right. Um, if I think that they're one of the three top teams in the AFC, which I do, this is a game the Ravens need to win. So I'm going to go out on a limb one last time for them. And say that the Ravens will go on the road and beat the Browns.
1: Yeah. Uh, the Ravens, uh, the Browns on a three game losing streak, they had the bye. Um, they actually played the Ravens and then they have a bye and then they play the Ravens. So um, it's basically back to back Ravens games. Can they learn from it? Probably not. I mean, Lamar Jackson was terrible in that game. Awful. And they, and awful. They still won the game like the Browns were still not able to win four interceptions for Lamar Jackson uh in that last game against Cleveland uh which was Cleveland's last game um I don't know if they can do that again like I don't know if Lamar Jackson will do that again because I mean you can't get much worse than that Mm -hmm. so if you're going to play better than that and you still won that game then I think that you will go ahead and probably win this game Cleveland is one of those teams that's ridiculously um, inconsistent as well. That's why they're sitting at six and six because um, they have games where they go out and beat the you know the Bengals forty-one to sixteen, and then they lose to the Patriots forty-five to seven the next week. Um, barely won against the Lions, so yeah, I'm, I'm going Ravens in this one. I feel like we're all chalk or not chalk, but we're pretty much. Down we haven't disagreed on any so far, right? Uh,
0: Pittsburgh and Minnesota we have.
1: Oh, okay. You pick Pittsburgh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, and I think we're going to agree on this one. Uh, Jake Fromm and the New York Giants head out to LA to play the Chargers. Chargers coming off of this one. Yeah, can (laughs) can we can we move on? Chargers, Chargers by a lot. Um, Yeah. Detroit coming off their first win of the year heads out to Denver and look, Denver has looked pretty, pretty bad at times. And I, and I think now that Detroit got their win, uh, they're they're they, they want that number one overall pick. I think you're, I think that's it. I'm sorry. I know you're still mathematically, uh, in, in the chase Detroit, but Denver does have a very good defense. They do enough offensively, uh, that I think they'll beat Detroit.
1: Yeah, I, I think that the Broncos will beat Detroit. I mean, Detroit—the only win that they have, you know, is against that the Vikings, who we we can never really call what they're gonna do on any given night because they're so wishy-washy and so inconsistent. Um, but like I said, I don't I don't know if I ever pick the Lions to win because let's be honest, they are a bad team. Um, they barely scraped through that win um, the other day on Sunday. Um yeah, Broncos Broncos are going to find a way to win this game. That
0: that that's the bottom line. Their defense is too good for the Lions yeah. to be able to put up any points. I agree. Uh San Francisco at Cincinnati. Look, two teams that I, I don't know, I don't know what to do. Uh San Francisco coming off a loss against Seattle, Cincinnati coming off a brutal loss against the Chargers. Uh Burrow is banged up, Mixon's banged up. I'm gonna go with San Francisco on the road on this one. I think San Francisco is gonna grab a road victory. Cincinnati, I can't trust them right now. Not that I trust San Francisco, but I think you know San Francisco has enough to beat you know Cincinnati. <laughs> I, I look, I, I want to pick Cincinnati. I do. I really, really do. But Burrows banged up. He has a he has a bum ankle. Uh, he he has a has a fractured finger. Um, this is tough. I, I think San Francisco is going to win this game. They just this just screams San Francisco road win. Um, in this one, I think I'm going to go
1: Cincinnati. Uh, so we are going to disagree on that one. I I just think that coming off that loss, Cincinnati has been inconsistent, but um, they're, they're liable to bounce back after a tough loss. Um, and I do think they have the pieces overall. like i I, I do like burrow and and Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon. Um, banged up as they are. Um, I think that they'll still be able to to move the ball and they'll have they're due for one of those games. I think that they just come out and and smack a team. um so i I, I think
0: that I'm gonna go Cincinnati in this one. Let's look at uh, probably the game of the week. In my opinion, which would be Buffalo at Tampa. Um, some people's preseason Super Bowl pick, um, not mine, but Buffalo is looking, I mean. Buffalo has not looked good. And, uh, to go in to play Tampa, who really has looked better of late, they, they kind of had a, that two game stretch where they were stumbling a little bit. Um, but this is Tom Brady and the Bucks at home against a Buffalo Bills team that does not seem to be right right now. I'm going to go the Bucks.
1: Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm going the Buccaneers. Let's be honest. Who, who's the better team? Who has played the better? football all season long it's the Buccaneers like the Bills have had a game here and there where they played well um, but then they have games where they they stink it up against the Colts and the Colts run all over them yeah Um, and, and or they lose against the Bills in which they literally ran it every single time besides for three times and they couldn't stop it and so when I look at this game what do the Bills do best they throw the ball what do they do worst run the ball they won't be able to run at all against the Buccaneers because the Buccaneers have one of the best run defenses in the league and the Bills can't run it as it is. And so they're going to be one dimensional and they're going to be able to focus on, um, the fact that they're going to be throwing the ball. And so when you're such a one dimensional team, I think that that plays a real detriment to your, your success and your hopes of winning games. And the Buccaneers are rounding into form time is playing as well as he has ever played. Um, they're going to put up points and I don't think the bills are going to be able to put up points as uh, readily as they are. So I'm going to go with the Buccaneers in this one. It may be the game of the week, but honestly I think that the Buccaneers easily handle this game. I don't believe in the bills very much.
0: No, held. Neither do I. So I can't disagree with you. Um, Sunday night football game. It's not going to be much of a primetime game. Uh, the bears head to Lambeau to take on the Packers. Uh, the bears just, they're, an absolute dumpster fire of a team right now. The Packers, in my opinion, are the best team in the NFC. Uh, I, do I even need to say it? Green Bay,
1: yeah, no, I agree with you. Packers are one of the best teams in the NFC, best teams in the league. Let's be yeah. honest, because the top of the NFC
0: teams, not the enough people are talking league. about that defense either.
1: Yeah, that defense so this- has been good. The top of the NFC is the top of the league, in my opinion, you know, the Packers, the the Cardinals and the Bucks are right there as the top three teams in the NFL. In my opinion, just because the AFC has been so so lacking in anything resembling a real contender besides maybe, you know, I believe in the Patriots, but that's just uh, seems to be just me as they're going to be like one of those teams. But, um, yeah, I, th- I think the Packers are going to easily, easily win this game against the, the the Bears.
0: Which leads us to our Monday night game, the Rams and the Cardinals. Oh, Gosh, my. That's the game of the week, I think. Honestly. Oh, my. Rams and the Cardinals. Uh, look, the Cardinals look good. They do. They got healthy, too. And the Rams just absolutely smacked uh, the Jaguars, so it's shocker, I guess, but haven't looked good since. I'm not – oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm not a huge believer in Arizona. I'm not. I'm really not. But the Rams have not shown enough lately for me to believe that they're going to win this game. Like, they've looked that bad. The Rams have looked that bad, and until they get onto a little winning streak, I'm not sure I can trust them. With Kyler and Hopkins back, I trust Arizona a little more at home. I'm going to go the Cardinals. Well, I, on the other hand, am a firm believer in the Cardinals. They
1: have the best record in the NFL, 10-2. and two. They won even when Kyler Murray was out for an extended period. An extended I mean, I think it was like three or four games, but still – and Sorry. winning, yeah, winning without Kyler Murray and without DeAndre Hopkins for a lot of that as well. Um, I just don't know what else the Cardinals have to do to like prove it to to people that they're they're like legit. I mean, winning without your star quarterback, still, people doubt it. But I I am a firm believer that the Cardinals are one of the best three teams in the NFL and the NFC in the NFL because I think the best in the NFC is the best in the NFL. Um, yeah, I think the Cardinals win this game. Uh, the Rams might put up a fight, and maybe the Rams really need this game to really get right for their, the rest of their season, especially. I mean, they're they're probably still going to make the playoffs regardless because they are sitting at 8-4, and four, but um, I'm sure they would love to have this win and keep even the hopes of winning the division. I mean, it's somewhat alive, uh, but I think the Cardinals win this game.
0: Yeah, it, it's gonna it's gonna be a good Monday night game. So uh, that that'll do it for our slate of games. Hopefully, uh, hopefully I don't lose two games and, and all of a sudden see myself, you know, only do you up pick one. The Cardinals? Yeah, I picked the Cardinals. Yeah,
1: we so, have two. We oh, have
0: two game. We have two hopefully games. Hopefully you do. Hopefully we you have, do lose two, and we're only up by one. We have two differences. I picked Pittsburgh. You picked Minnesota, and I picked San Francisco. You picked Cincinnati. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. So let's go mm-hmm. to our fantasy. Well, before I should say we go to our fantasy studs and duds of the week, I do want to mention that if you enjoy this podcast, which I know you do because you're listening, and other Godzilla media shows, make sure to join Godzilla media's uh, Christmas party, which is this mm-hmm. Friday, December 10th. Godzilla media is partnering with D. Kreseni, Heineken, and Hooters. For an exciting holiday celebration, LeVac and Gaz will be broadcasting live from Hooters from 5 to 7. If you bring any unwrapped Christmas gift, the staff from Heineken will wrap your gift for you, plus if you bring any unwrapped kids toy to the event, you will have a chance to win $150 thanks to D Crescenzi. Join Godzilla Media's first ever Christmas party to celebrate the holidays. Enjoy delicious Heineken and a share of gifts this Friday, December 10th at Hooters. Definitely Will be a fun time for all in yeah. attendance there. Yep. Let's uh, let's let's talk some fantasy, Taylor. Let's talk some fantasy, huh? The playoff push is underway. Stardom, Sidums. Who are we? Who are we looking at? Who are we starting? Who are we getting into our lineups as the playoff push continues? And most leagues, except for the Godzilla League. This is the final week of the regular season. I cannot believe Gaz sent Gaz set this up as the start of the quarterfinal. I, I, I don't know if he did it or whether it was just
1: a Yahoo uh default I'm, and he didn't change it because I'm in another Yahoo league that's starting this week. This I is the a bot, only, so I'm not this
0: is the only playing. league that I'm in, and I'm in five that the playoffs start this week. I don't know. I you should not start the playoffs when bye weeks are still going on. Half my team's well, on it bye. Like
1: trying to avoid yeah, I know I have run a problem too, but trying to avoid like playing on week 17. Is that no the week 17 week 14, 18 now? 15, 16. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe so i am without to my, that for next time.
0: I'm without my starting quarterback and my RB two. In the first week of the playoffs and even though I'm the two seed, I don't have a bye. Well, I feel your pain, except yeah. that I'm not in the playoffs at all in our league. In our league
1: I'm done. So I'm just chilling. Uh, yeah. Well, I didn't I'm, make it. I'm not happy. You know, Christian McCaffrey really, you know, sucker punched me with that. So um in our league I'm not in, in uh the other league for Yahoo that i in. I'll try my
0: best, but if I lose <laughs> it's because half my team's on a fucking by
1: My other Yahoo league, I am in the playoffs, but I have the first round bye so I can just chill for a week. And then in that other league that I'm talking about, I am fighting for my life, trying to win this game and hoping that he loses the game so I can win the division and somehow get a first round bye out of this. Um, And then I have another league that I'm pretty much out. I think I have a 3% chance to make the playoffs. I don't even know what has to happen. I think my team has to outscore the team above me and they have to lose and I have to win. So that the tiebreaker points for I'm winning that one, but that's neither here nor nor there for my fantasy stud. I'm looking at the Broncos game against Detroit. And I think you guys should start Javante
0: Williams. All right, So you stole my, you stole my starting.
1: <laughs> so uh, Deontay Williams, in his last two games, he's put up 178 yards of scrimmage last week with a touchdown. That's combining rushing and receiving. And then the week before, he put up 111 yards uh, total and a touchdown. So he is thriving right now. Denver is moving towards running him more. Um, he is really taking charge of that backfield. I know it's a crowded backfield, but Williams has shown that he is worth it and he's worth the start. He's had 20, upwards of 20 points, both, these last two weeks in fantasy. And I think against Denver or Detroit, I mean, it's a no brainer. You start him. He is on his rise right now. And so you plug him in right now. I think that he can do wonders for your fantasy option, even a run back one or two, or he's a great flex option.
0: Yeah. I have to Williams in my (coughs) all very important keeper league. And I'm very excited that my, uh, my sleeper of the year is finally paying off. Rounding into four. Uh, Great yeah, he's been time. good and consistent all year, but without Melvin Gordon in the lineup, and it's to be determined if Gordon is going to see uh, you know, the inactive list once again this week. But I mean, if he does, Even
1: if he does, I, I still think he's, he's a
0: top he's good. a top ten it, Williams is a top ten play if Gordon misses time again. But since you went, um, my guy, I'll go to my second guy, which is Elijah Moore, the wide receiver for the Jets, and not only is he startable but more is really thriving more than someone who has been in the gym for a couple you know you know for a couple months working with a rookie quarterback he saw 12 targets on Sunday caught six passes 77 yards with a score uh he was wide receiver 9 last week and he's averaging 18.9 PPR points per game uh since week 13 and that is wide receiver 3 He is wide receiver three over the past couple of weeks. Um, Jets announced that Corey Davis is done for the year with core muscle surgery, meaning nothing is standing in way of more and more continued success and even more targets. He's a must start top 16 wide receiver moving forward. This guy is legit. He's good. Um, And, you know, the Jets are going to be playing behind a lot. So so Elijah Moore (laughs) is definitely a guy that uh that I would Lord get into your story lineups if you have them. Yeah, let's Lord go to our playing from behind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh let's go to the duds of the week, Taylor and yeah, you know, the... it gets it gets harder and harder each week because a lot of these guys you need because of all the injuries, it's harder to find duds because really you don't have an option. If he has some kind of role in the offense, you're probably at this point forced to start him because of how many injuries are out there. Um, But if there are guys that maybe not will dud, but don't expect him to meet expectations this week, who is that going to be?
1: All right. Um, For me, maybe this is obvious and maybe I should change it, but I won't. Um, the Bills running backs, Zach Moss and Singletary, if you have them and you're starting them regularly, I'm, I feel bad for you, but if you have any choice whatsoever to change out of, you're probably not starting Moss because let's be honest, he's been absolutely atrocious. Singletary has had at least some value. He's had some run, but let's be honest. The Bills are playing the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are the best run defense in the league or top, uh, run defense in the league. Don't start. Singletary. Don't start Moss unless you have no other option. But even if you don't have any option, find an option because they're not gonna run at all. And like he might they might try to force the ball a couple times, but the Buccaneers aren't gonna let them get run free. And and you know, Singletary's been pretty touchdown dependent all year, and I just don't see him getting any sort of way into the end zone at this point.
0: So so I'm gonna go running back again. Just because so many people are grasping for anything that they can find at the bottom of the barrel for <laughs> running backs, right? I, I mean, look yep, how many running there. backs. Look how many running backs are out right now, including damn near the entire first round at this point is out. Kamara uh, yep. might be back this week, but who, but bottom line is you're looking for some type of running back depth, and a lot of popular waiver wire ads these past couple. of Of weeks, if not last week, definitely this week has been Rex Burkhead for the Houston Mm -hmm. Texans. Um, For the third week in a row, Burkhead (laughs) actually led the Texans backfield, but that's kind of like saying you managed to get on the podium in a race of three. Here's your gold star, pat on the back, please, you know, let's move forward, right? Mm -hmm. He has 38 rushes in the last three games, which sounds healthy. Sounds like good PPR value. Definitely somebody that receives Wait, you know, touches out of the backfield. He's let me averaging... guess how many yards.
1: Right, let me. What he probably has like two point three yards per carry. What?
0: A little harsh. Two point five five. <laughs> it was not that <laughs> far off. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, you know, people are looking at Burkhead's stats. He has the most recent touchdown for a Texans running back. Guess when the last touchdown for a Texans running back was?
1: <laughs> I don't know. What is it? Week fourteen? Week ten? Uh,
0: October thirty first. <laughs> so that,
1: that would it's been uh, a minute.
0: Be that my guest. Week eight. Week eight. Actually, that, that. It was farther back than I thought. So be my <laughs> guest if you would like to hitch your wagon to anybody part of the Houston Texas backfield. But um, don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, Rex Burkhead, s- sit him. Just just save yourself the anxiety.
1: As someone who just listened slash watched a whole Texans game don't do it don't do it they they couldn't manage anything against the colts the colts have a good defense but still like that they're not they're not a good team and they're if anything their best player on offense is is brandon cooks and so they're gonna be throwing it if they're doing anything they just can't manage any runs they their offensive line is trash just don't do it i agree
0: trash absolute trash uh that'll that'll do it for this week's episode of sports with a z and a t and i do also want to give a shout out to saving face barbershop up in saratoga springs yeah ta- taylor needs to go i'm trying to hold off I'm trying to, to hold so off um and long close closer to the holidays and we have a new year's eve wedding we have to go to so i'm trying to trying to get through the next week or two here without going, but check out our boy Jeremiah up off exit 13 n in Saratoga Springs. Great atmosphere up there has a bunch of great guys. If you can't get in with Jeremiah, he has plenty of other barbers that do an awesome job. Great atmosphere, always sports on the TV, great conversation. Give them a call or check them out on their website. You can, uh, you can book your appointment online. You can see who's available when there's available with the type of appointment that you are looking to find you, they have close face shaves. They have at home appointments. Um, they have senior discounts, veteran discounts, youth discounts, everything. Um, definitely check them out if you haven't done so. And, and if you are going to be going there and your first time, uh, customers there mention that you heard about them from the guys of sports with the Z and a T Bryce and Taylor, uh, and they will definitely take care of you there. And I guarantee you, you'll like the way you look. Once you're out of there, um, especially with the holidays, you want to you want a fresh cut during the holidays.
1: Warehouse, you're gonna like the way you look.
0: I I, it. I feel like I feel like Men's Warehouse right now. I got literally got right home from work. I was like, shit, I don't yeah, even. For, I don't, for those of you who are just listening, he's
1: currently in like a, a shirt and a tie. My he's other my other job that's
0: my other job that is that is literally five days a week, shirt and tie, dress pants. Um, it's not the most comfortable, but you know, sometimes you don't have time to change.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, I was close at work, so I am pretty comfy, but
0: there you go. Uh but no, that'll that'll do it for this week's episode of sports with a Z and a T. Everybody that will be going to the Godzilla Media Christmas party. Have fun, stay yeah, please, safe. please uh, come
1: and drive responsibly, have a DD. Drive, drive. watch
0: if you want. Drive, for Not the PD,
1: obviously, but like right. you
0: can. <laughs> um, but no, enjoy football. Enjoy the start. I don't think bowl games start quite yet. Um, but uh, Bryce,
1: en- enjoy your bye week.
0: You too, Taylor. Enjoy a stress-free weekend Stress of football. Just watch I... some fun
1: football. No- no- nothing at stake besides if you bet. I don't know. <sighs> Uh,
0: Yeah, I do, I do, I do. Bet. Well, I'm not gonna really be totally stress free because you know I'm in the playoffs already. Oh in, yeah, a, that's in a certain that's league. True. So if anyone's in the uh, fantasy
1: playoffs, good luck to you. I'm in, like I said, the one, uh, and um, I'm, I'm, I got the bye week, so I'm just chilling, and then I got another one where I'm really trying hard to get that division. It's so tough. Ah. All right, Otis, he's so cute. <laughs> Oh my god. Otis oh, say hi if to any, all the listeners. If anyone isn't ever gone to our YouTube, just just go oh, just go <laughs> to our YouTube for the last like 30 seconds. You don't
0: even have to watch the episode. Just no, go, just to, the go to the last 30 minutes.
1: seconds and just just t- take a look at Otis because he is he is a <laughs> he is a pretty cute boy.
0: <laughs> He's the goodest boy when he wants to be. The goodest boy. All right, guys. Have a good week. Stay safe out there. For Taylor, I am Bryce. This was Sports with a Z and a T presented by Godzilla Media. And we will catch you next week. See ya.